What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Triple F Podcast. This episode is episode 364 of the show. And today's episode is going to be a good one, folks. It's going to be about clean eating. This is the age-old debate where it may not necessarily be best to be a debate, meaning you can do multiple things and multiple things have their place, such as tracking calories and macros, eating clean foods, exercising certain ways. They all have their place in a healthy lifestyle, but um, there is the debate, right? Is clean eating or tracking macros the way to go? Today, I'm going to talk about the pros and cons of clean eating. And just to be clear, I do recommend that people include nutritious foods in their plans, and I always have, and I probably always will because of the pros that I'm going to go over today, but there are some things that are negatives that you need to be careful not to fall into that I see all the time. Typically, you know, when it comes down to it, the baseline thing that you want to avoid is getting yourself in a camp. You never want to be so stuck in your ways of just tracking calories and macros that you ignore health and you ignore nutritious foods. You also don't want to be so stuck in your ways of eating healthy foods that you become negative uh, towards unhealthy foods, quote unquote, or you become, um, you know, you feel like you can eat whatever you want. And I'll talk about those in today's show. It's going to be a good one. I'm excited about this episode. I think that there's a lot of little little things in here, little tidbits that are important and things that you need to know. I think that a lot of times we get a little bit, yeah, I don't know what the right word is, but I guess we kind of get enamored with taking a side and fighting the battle and having a camp, you know, and that's typically not what you want to do in fitness. Everything can really contribute if you let it. Little bits here and there is the way to go. I'm going to start this episode right now after the intro. Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the mic today, your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. What's going on, guys? Jordan Stoltz here, back with another episode. And today's show is going to be about clean eating, not really versus anything else. It's just going to be about clean eating in general. And I think that it's important to know the pros of cons of something before you know you dive all in. And like I said in the intro, diving all in is typically the problem. You don't want to dive all in against clean eating. You also don't want to dive all in for clean eating. And I'm going to talk about why. In today's show, I have some listed out, three bad things, three or four good things. I really did want to focus on the good today. I originally planned this episode to be benefits of clean eating and calling it that, but after writing down the benefits, I realized it might be important for this show if someone stumbles across it, if this is the rare episode that you listen to and you don't hear me talk often about nutrition, it'll be important to not miss the cons as well. So you don't fall into those and, you know, one, think that I'm all for it. And then two, make the mistakes that I'm going to talk about yourself. So I want to talk about the bads and 
I will kind of tell you my general synopsis at the end and what I would recommend for clients because you know, if someone I'm working with or it really depends on the person on what exactly I'd recommend, but in general, I'll talk about what I would recommend how to mix things to avoid the cons and really focus on the pros at the end of the episode. But I'm going to start with the bads just to get them out of the way. I think they're important. Um, the first one is not tracking. And, you know, this isn't, these are super broad strokes. This isn't all encompassing um, for everyone that practices clean eating or eating nutritious foods, you know, eating whole foods, um, paleo, whole 30, things like that. But a lot of people feel like they don't have to track if they eat those foods, right? If you focus on certain foods, you don't have to track or even care about the calories, uh, which is a big, big, big mistake. The person that wants to change their body composition and tracks their calories, no matter what they eat, is going to make better progress than the person that doesn't track their calories, even if they're eating clean foods, unless there's some cheating going on or some inaccuracies with the tracking. You need to monitor your intake and not monitoring it and being able to have that data and change things around if needed is a big, big mistake that a lot of clean eaters, so to say, make. Because you're thinking, you know, if you eat a lot of vegetables, a lot of fruit, a lot of whole grains, a lot of legumes, a lot of lean meats, paleo, so to say, that is enough to lose fat. And you're feeding your body what it wants and you're giving your hormones what they need and you don't need to track. But calories in versus calories out are what changes your weight. Remember that. Now, that being said, I do think you can definitely make progress without tracking and eating clean. I think it's very possible, but you need to be very aware of your intake from an intuitive standpoint and also be really focusing more on the exercise portion, in my opinion. So if you wanted to do something like that without tracking calories and macros, you're not interested in that, but you're okay with eating healthy foods, maybe like a paleo type of lifestyle, you would want to probably still in a way track where you're just changing what you eat in every meal by food type, right? Maybe you save your carbs for the last meal of the day. Maybe you, if you aren't losing weight, you switch out some fruits for some vegetables. You choose lean meats instead of fatty meats. You can make adjustments like that and focus on the exercise so you're really burning a lot of calories. Those are some ways you would do it. You know, I've the most success I've ever seen with clean eating was working with like endurance athletes, people who burn a ton of calories because those people need the benefits from clean eating, which I'm going to talk about in a little bit. And the cons aren't that big because they're burning so many calories. They're really tracking isn't even that necessary because as long as they don't want to gain weight, which would be hard for them, um, they can really eat just nutritious foods that give them energy and they're going to burn a lot of those calories off. But it's important to track if you want to change body composition, hands down. I think that, that is the most efficient way to do so. And this kind of leads me into con number two, which are the high calorie foods that sometimes sneak in too often in clean eating because something's healthy, because it's a superfood, because it has a lot of vitamins and minerals, antioxidants. People think they can eat unlimited amounts you know I've seen it I've seen it quite often you know give something complicated maybe like um, like an oil you know 
let's say olive oil. A lot of studies around olive oil showing it's very good for you and a lot of um, you know research and opinions even on consuming it over other types of fat, people often run with that and think that they can consume that in an unlimited manner. Drizzle olive oil on everything, vegetables, dip your bread in olive oil, cook with olive oil. You can do that, right? You're an adult, but at the same time, those are that's a high calorie food. Nine calories per gram for fat, and olive oil has a lot of fat. If you're eating four tablespoons of olive oil a day, just drizzled on stuff, which to be honest is not very much olive oil. In the grand scheme of things, if you're cooking all your food in oil and you're drizzling it or dipping your bread in it or something like that, that's not very much. And that's probably going to be somewhere around like 30-something grams of fat probably um, or more. And that's a lot of calories that you're sneaking in that don't even fill you up. Another example that is very mainstream would be like avocados. People will put avocados in their shakes and their smoothies, avocados in their sandwiches, avocados with their breakfast. Avocados are kind of tagged that super fruit and get a lot of praise. Avocados are great. I love guacamole. Who doesn't? But they are very high calorie. If you look up the nutrition info on my fitness pal or something of an avocado versus like some strawberries, big, big difference. So are you getting healthy fats? Yes. And that's important for your health. But like I said with con number one, the calories and macros still matter. Just because they're healthy fats doesn't mean that eating 500 calories of them isn't going to result in weight gain. You can definitely get fat eating avocados and olive oil and sourdough bread. If that's you know all healthy foods, so to say, you can definitely gain weight and stall your weight loss eating those things. Um, I would be very interested to hear your argument about how you couldn't gain weight or not lose weight. And then I'd like to see that experiment or study done because it is pretty much just principle fact that you need to focus on calories in and calories out. And a lot of these foods that get a lot of praise, they actually have a lot of calories in them. So watch out for that. Then the last con I want to talk about is a little bit more of a mental state with clean eating. And um, it's really just negativity towards foods that would be deemed unhealthy, right? So I'm talking about someone brings in, you know, it's pizza party day at work and the clean eating person would, you know, maybe not partake, which is okay. You have the freedom. Once again, you're an adult and Maybe there are better choices that would feed your body more healthy foods. But what I see a lot of times is that kind of gets carried away into actual negativity towards the food or maybe even the people eating the food, which you definitely don't want to go down that route. So that lack of flexibility is an issue in itself where maybe you feel like you can't eat the pizza or the birthday cake. I think you know that's something you accept when you go down the clean eating or paleo type of path, but bigger one to me is the negative talk and the negativity around it if you start to express that where you feel like you can't eat the pizza and then you start criticizing the pizza in itself for being junk food or somebody gets a candy bar at a gas station and you know you 
make some comments about how that's unhealthy, they're going to get fat, you know, they're eating too much sugar, all that stuff. Those things add up and they affect people. And I think it's important to realize you can have a flexible lifestyle, enjoy certain foods, and have a lot of variation in your diet. It's okay to celebrate. It's okay to sneak in some foods. And I'll get into this more when I give my recommendations. But you need to be careful how you express your dietary views and also how you see flexibility in nutrition as well. So those are the bads that I wrote down. Three of them, I'm sure I could find more. Um, but in general, you know, if you're focusing on calories and you're tracking, or at least you know a rough idea of what you're eating or you know how to make adjustments, right? Decrease the amount of oils, change some fatty meats to lean meats, that kind of thing. You can see and you watch what you say, you can see how you could easily eliminate those cons. Which is why I wanted to get into the goods because I actually think there's more good things than bad things to clean eating. And as someone that tracks calories and macros and pretty much has every person I work with do that, I'm a little bit different in the camps. You know, I want everyone to have the flexibility, but I'm a little bit more towards the nutritious foods and clean eating style for people if they really want to make progress. Um, and I'll go over the goods and why that may be and then my recommendations at the end of this podcast. But the first good that I really wanted to talk about is probably the most obvious one, which is the fullness, the satiety of these foods. You know, eating 14 grams of fat from an avocado is going to be more satiating and filling than eating 14 grams of fat from potato chips because there really are not very many potato chips that make up 14 grams of fat, right? Maybe... 20? I don't know. I'm guessing here. You'd have to fact check me on my fitness pal, but clean foods in general are going to be very, very, very filling. Um, and I, the reason for this, I think, is, um, you know, the fiber, the higher protein, even the nutrients, and even the act of something like chewing more, like chewing a chicken breast, chewing vegetables seasoning those up your taste buds get overloaded it's a lot different than eating sour patch kids out of the bag because to get that many carbs in something like brown rice or something like vegetables or even fruit you are going to be very full and satiated if you do that so for that reason i'm going to kind of sneak peek some of my recommendations here a lot of times if people have a lot of weight to lose or they're very serious about losing weight fast and really getting in good shape I will actually limit their food choices. I'm all for the flexibility, and I'm all for in, you know more like an 80-20 type of lifestyle, which I'll talk about briefly in a little bit, but I think limiting food choices actually has a really big, powerful role if you choose to do that just to make better progress because you stay so full, so satiated, it almost feels like you're not dieting. I have been experimenting in a muscle gain phase and I eat, I eat a lot of calories. I eat on average about 4,300 calories a day, which is a lot. And eating that much food, I have been trying to do mostly quote unquote clean foods kind of as an experiment. And it is really hard to get that many calories. And I pretty much rely on white rice to do so to get that many carbs which is about 630 carbs per day so because of my numbers being that high 
um, you know, I'm really seeing how this fullness affects you. So I can see that when I would go back into lower calories, maybe 22 to 2600 calories, somewhere in there, later down the road, maybe early next year, I'm going to probably limit my food choices a lot more than I have been just to stay this full because it's really, really helpful. Um, the next thing that I've been noticing from this experiment and the next pro that I put down for clean eating is an increased energy level. And this is one that I didn't necessarily expect. Um, I've always been, like I said, a calorie tracker, a macro tracker. I started tracking calories off and on a long time ago um, when I was really young, actually. And I always, you know, have equated the math equation, which a lot of macro trackers do. This many grams of carbs will fuel the workout like this, you know, uh, you know, you need this calorie intake and that'll give you the energy to train. What I find is that the nutritious foods give me better energy, make me feel a little bit better. I don't know if it's more like a steady energy, less spikes and crashes. It might be just less sugar. Maybe it's my own body acting differently. I don't know. But from what I've seen anecdotally, I would put this as a pro that you're going to have more energy for your workouts because um, of the nutritious foods. You know, if I have, for example, pizza for lunch, right? So we have a gas station here in the Midwest, Casey's, right? And if I have a day where I'm farming, typically, instead of working for my job, which is more of a computer-based job from home, um, if I have a job where I'm farming more, sometimes I would get pizza at Casey's, right? The two pieces of pizza, diet soda. If I have that for lunch, I notice a definitely drop more in energy compared to if I cook at home where we typically would eat ground beef, vegetables, and uh, some rice, where right now it's a lot of rice for me. I actually notice a big energy difference in my training, which is really interesting to me and throughout the rest of the day. So I actually think there is like direct energy from the nutritious foods. It might be a placebo on how it sits on the belly. That's kind of my theory, right? If you have foods that kind of tear up your belly a little bit or they just make you feel really bogged down and full or something like that, or maybe they just, you know, how you eat greasy food. Sometimes you just feel, ugh, you know, but I notice a lot cleaner, more steady energy from cleaner foods. And that leads me into my next pro as well, that since I started focusing on this a little bit more, I found out I can actually eat more. The majority of my calorie increases went from about 3,500 calories to 4,300 calories. That's a lot, 800 calorie increase. A lot of that was due to my NEAT increasing, walking around more, burning more calories through the day. But I also attribute some of that to eating more clean foods, which could be to me one of two things. One of them is that that energy for the workouts is actually translating into burning more calories through the day because I feel better, I'm performing better at life and in workouts, so pushing myself harder allows me to burn more calories. That could be number one. What's more likely is that I'm measuring more accurately, which means I'm tracking more accurately, which means I was probably eating more than 3,500 calories beforehand because of estimating, right, and let's say you get a piece of pizza from a pizza shop or a gas station and you know you're assuming that it's the calories in the tracking app but that day they put on an extra cup of cheese because someone had a heavy hand or they use a little extra oil for the crust or something like that there's a lot of variation there 
you can really take all that out when you eat basic foods. So I think that's probably more likely, but it could also be the calorie burn. So I've actually increased my calorie intake significantly since I started eating more of these clean foods. Um, now, I think that another pro would be even if you're tracking wrong, like I said with the pizza slice, for example, there's less variation in the error if you're tracking wrong. So let's say you're supposed to eat 2,000 calories a day, and if you are eating something like, um, let's say, mm, potato chips, I'll use that example, and you weigh them totally wrong, or you don't weigh them and you estimate, but you're almost a whole serving off, you're gonna be like 300 calories over most likely, right? Let's say you don't weigh and you eyeball, you dump your chips into a bowl and you track it as a serving of chips, but it's really two servings, you just increase your calorie intake a lot. But if you're eating potatoes and you track your potatoes as two medium potatoes you put on your plate, really, it's probably about the same carbs as two and a half medium potatoes because, um, you know, you they're bigger potatoes. They weigh a little bit more, I guess. And the medium potatoes, quote unquote, might be for smaller potatoes that weigh less. Just because that little variation, that's a much smaller variation, even though it's potatoes to potatoes. The oil, the easy, easiness to eat it um, from the potato chips are going to really spike that up probably 300 calories or so maybe even, maybe a little less, maybe 200. The potatoes is probably going to be a difference of like 50 calories max, you know? It's going to be very close. That error is not that big a deal. Plus, you get some fiber, maybe even some extra protein if you make that error. And a lot of times, you're focusing on the clean foods. It'll be vegetables, which are very, very low in calories. So eating more than you tracked really doesn't make a difference unless you're drizzling olive oil all, all over them. So that little benefit there I think is something that could also help you eat more that error is just such a small thing you're very close even if you're estimating and it's way easier to estimate and it's way less dangerous it's kind of dangerous to estimate you know a big burrito and assume it's one burrito in your tracker it's much easier to estimate a cup of rice a cup of beans quarter cup of cheese some salsa and you make your own little bowl what I'm saying is the little air is a lot, it swings a lot less. So those are pretty much my pros and cons of clean eating and focusing on things like paleo, Whole30, things like that. My recommendations for people are typically the classic advice, 80-20, 90-10, somewhere in there. 80 to 90% of your choices should be clean foods. I think that the more you limit them, the better progress you're probably going to make because you're going to have more energy, you're going to be more full, you're going to have less variation in your mistakes, you can probably even eat more. I like to focus even more towards the 85-90, but sometimes, you know, that goes in phases. Sometimes it's easy, it's easy to do that. Sometimes you go out to eat a lot. Sometimes you have a lot of pizza parties at work, a lot of birthdays, um, a lot of cravings, to be honest, right? You want pizza, you want popcorn, chips. So you include that 10, 20%. Sometimes it's 20, sometimes it's 10, it swings. You don't actually have to keep track of the percentage. But I recommend that type of split for people. Primarily the clean foods, um, but include the flexibility. Definitely don't be negative towards those type of foods. And then, uh, you know, of course, I recommend tracking. And I think that the best progress you can make, which when people work with me, I want them to make the best progress they can, 
tracking your intake is very important. Even though you're including those foods, you know, let's say you are really into the benefits of uh, flax seeds and avocados, you know, I need you to track those because if you are following my calorie recommendations, but sneaking in six tablespoons of flax seeds a day, um, you're not following the recommendations and you're actually eating a lot more. So that's pretty much what I recommend. And like I said before, if someone really wants to make progress, lose weight, or they're really overweight, I probably will limit their food choices because what I find is really overweight people typically underestimate the non-clean foods that they eat, and they're usually pretty close on the clean foods. They'll say, I'm not, you know, I'm not eating very much and I'm still not losing weight. And that might be true with their typical meals, the square meals, right? The vegetables, protein, and carb combos. But then they're sneaking in things like sodas, alcohol, chips, sugar, desserts, things like that, even restaurant food, even if it's only once or twice a week, and that's spiking up their average intake. So I will limit food choices sometimes, but in general, a balanced approach, taking from both camps is what I recommend and what you should probably do. Take a little bit from both. Don't be so one-sided that you end up um, hating the other side or thinking there's no value or merit there because both should play a role in your nutrition. That's it for today, guys. Longer episode today here on Friday. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it and you got a lot from this episode. If you like the podcast, go follow me on YouTube, Jordan Stoltz on YouTube and Stoltz Jordan on Instagram. Those are where you can find me. You could also shoot me an email if you have a question for the podcast. I'll always put those in the description of the show. Thank you for listening to episode 364 of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. I'm Jordan Stoltz, your one and only host of the show, and I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on, on fitness, fitness, food, and, and freedom. freedom.